0: All right.
1: The Bobby Bones post-show pre-show.
0: So Morgan got injured during vacation, which you'll hear in the show coming up. We all talk about our vacations and what happened. But I was looking at your Instagram story, and one day you were just wake surfing.
2: Yeah. I. So it was my first time ever wake surfing. I've wakeboarded before and didn't have, like, any issues. But first time wake surfing, and as I took a fall on the second day— the surfboard went up and came right back down on my eye. Oh!
0: So day one when I started doing it, it sh- there was no issue. Day two I started doing it again, and then she had a big cut right on her eye.
2: Yeah, and it's still there, but thankful for makeup, you can't see it. I covered it up really well, and I uh, like have put so much Neosporin on it. So hopefully it doesn't scar.
0: But no stitches. <laughs>
2: No stitches. Thankfully, there was a doctor on the dock nearby, but I, when I came out of the water, my mom, it was like I something had bit me. Like, I had blood all down my face. It was so scary.
0: But then you were out doing it again the next yeah. day or so.
2: Yeah. I, you know, you can't learn unless you get back on it, so I, I had to just kind of face my fear. I was scared, though. Every time I'd fall in the water, I'd, like, shoot my hands in the sky, like, don't hit me again.
0: <laughs> so wake skating is a little faster and a little more intense. When you wipe, no, no, sorry, wake, wake, wake boarding, because yeah. I've done it all too. Wake boarding, when you wipe out, it hurts. Yes. Wake,
2: wake, bo- wake surfing is not supposed to hurt. That's the whole yeah. purpose.
0: So, wake surfing is the bigger, longer board, and you're riding. Wake skating, which is what I used to do, is like a little skateboard, no feet bindings, and it's a little faster than surfing. It's like the middle of them. But yeah, they're all fun. I saw Jake Owen on his Instagram yesterday, wake surfing, and he's a pro at it. Because he's back there just doing tricks. In wake surfing, there's no rope. You're supposed to let go of the rope. Did you let go of the rope?
2: I, that's what I was working on. So, like, when you're learning, you're using the rope to, so you don't fall. So, I kept trying. That was my goal. I threw it once, and that was my, like, big accomplishment of the weekend. But I never stood up for very long. Did after you keep I
0: going it. after you threw? It? Oh, yes. Yeah, so
2: yeah was it was nice. like, I was up for, like, one second, and then I kind of faded back. But, yeah, it was, it was tough. Like, people who can do that so well, that's a serious skill.
0: Uh, we went and rode jet skis for a little bit once we got to town. No fun. We rented them for two hours. We rented two of them. We were like, we'll have for a couple hours. About an hour into it, we were like, all right. We've, we're pretty much tapped out. And so we drove them back. But we, it was fun. We got back a day early. Charlie Daniels had died. And so I was like, hey, let's just go back home. I needed to do some stuff for the show. There were a couple interviews that I did. And so we got back a day early. And she still had a day of vacation. So I was like, hey, let's just go ride jet ski. So we did. And it was fun for an hour. But two hours, you're tired. And there's not a lot you can do on a jet ski that you haven't done in the last hour.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but, yeah, we did that. It was fun. Then we got on one. Then we got off the second one. I just rode on one, try to throw each other off. I don't know if you're supposed to do that when you rent them.
3: I mean, probably not, but.
0: But you hold on. You try to one wha- and throw the other person off mm-hmm. on the back.
3: I know. I'm such a wimp on jet skis. I yell at my husband if he goes, you know, over. Well, like, we got really two fast. different
0: ones because it was we both wanted to drive. Mm-hmm. And then we got out there and we're like, well, let's just share a jet ski. But we did that. So where were you boating? In Kansas?
2: Yeah. So we were at Table Rock Lake. We were probably about 45 minutes from you.
0: We're on the same lake. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a really big lake.
0: Um, Amy, I saw you. Did you read the Hunger Games prequel book, the whole thing? I'm reading it right now. Oh, you're not done with it? I'm not
3: done. My family's making fun of me because I carry it around me all vacation.
0: Is it as good? Because I read all the Hunger Games, too. Oh, yeah. You know. Is it awesome?
3: Yeah. It's pretty good. Yes. I'm totally into it. It's got it's reignited my passion for hunger games. I think you would like it.
0: I but mean, I love the other ones.
3: I want you to get and it. Read it so them we years can talk before the movies it. came out. So it is a prequel. It takes place 64 years before what, what we were reading, when it you know, back in 2012. and it's President Snow when he was a teenager. Oh, yeah. so
0: how it shaped him.
3: Yeah, and it's crazy because in this book, you're liking him a lot.
0: Usually villains come from a place of struggle.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, he definitely had that.
0: Do they make him a good guy? Because I can see... Well, I don't want you to spoil it.
3: I don't want to spoil it, and I don't really even know yet.
0: Hmm. Because sometimes people have to make hard decisions, and it's only one perspective that makes them the villain. On Mike D's podcast called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast, we did a whole talk
1: mm-hmm.
0: about... What's his name? The Avengers? The bad guy? Thanos. Thanos. Uh, Thanos. And how, he's a go- how I think... If you just look at it from a different perspective, he's a good guy. Like he's the one who would not like to see all the planets disappear forever. So he's got to make the hard choice of if we want it to survive forever, we have to wipe out half of it. Or we can just let it all die. He has to make that choice. But he's seen as the bad guy because you're looking at it from one perspective. But right it's a whole thing.
3: Whereas, I mean, you could look at President Snow trying to keep the districts in order and they have to understand if we don't want to go to war, you need to remember. So we're going to take... A boy and a girl from your district every year. I don't
0: know. That sounds a little weird. And also, <laughs> and let
3: them fight to their death.
0: Yeah, that. That <laughs> sounds a little weird. It's kind of creepy. I'm reading the room where it happened right now. John Bolton, who is the national security advisor for Trump mm-hmm. for 17 months. Yeah, is it good? It's thick.
3: So is this Hunger Games book? Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, that's why my my family is making fun of me because I carried it around and it looks so thick. And they're like, "Okay, we get it. You're reading a book."
0: I do, I try to, <laughs> you know, when I eat breakfast. Hmm. I try to read while I'm eating. Oh. And then I try to read at night.
3: It's a good way to get it in.
0: So but it's thick.
3: But I mean, do you recommend the room where it happens? Not yet. Okay.
0: Not yet. I'm reading about Syria and their decisions. I mean it's it's definite there's a lot of data. And there's a lot of estimate. Very p-
3: similar to what I'm reading at the Capitol.
0: Why they're yes. <laughs> in the districts. <laughs> so I wouldn't recommend it yet. Uh, okay. But uh yeah, I'm kinda <laughs> into it. Um, yeah, you're going to hear a, a lot of, I've trying to look for stories that we didn't talk about during the show. Oh, when you guys, was it weird flying out there?
3: Mm-hmm. It yeah, was. I didn't like it. We're, you know, it, when we have some time off later this summer, we're not going to go anywhere.
0: Well, I have to fly next, starting next week for the first time to Idaho for my show, my TV show. Yeah. And I'm a little bit weirded out about it.
3: It's weird to me. I think from what I've heard from people traveling, don't at me. But Southwest is doing a really good job of not booking their flights all the way to where you can have some space where you're all you're in a tube no matter what. So, I mean, if you go up there that's your choice. But like I was on an airline where we were given the impression that's what they were doing and it wasn't. And it was packed to the max. And my mind was blown. Everyone was wearing masks though and Then they make you get up row by row for social distancing and let you, everyone has to leave, which should be how you deplane anyways, but nobody listens to that. And then also when you get your baggage, they were encouraging you to please stand six feet away from people getting your luggage. And I'm like, okay, because why? I was just on an airplane with all of them like right next to everybody. Six inches away. Right. Like not six feet. I don't understand how they're... Like not doing anything to help that. But I get it. They're a business and they're wanting to s- sell out every seat. And I was shocked that that's basically what they did. Because, uh, I mean, I'd i heard otherwise that flying was everyone. Would, you'd like have a seat between well, you. Well, I told you
0: Kayla went. She was like, there was no social distancing. Yeah. She I, went on Southwest though. And she was like. Oh, really? She was like, it's bull okay. crap. She's like, well, is. I had
3: some friends that flew Southwest and they said it was a really good experience. And I don't need to out my airline, but. I mean, it was fine, but I was shocked at how packed it was. But nobody, luckily, nobody had any. You know, I didn't have any rebels on my plane, being like, "I'm not, I'm not going to wear my mask." I don't
0: think they can anymore. I think. Oh now, yeah, because I
3: mean, it's now it's you a have rule. to. It's yeah. a rule, but still, you know, some people they don't like rules.
0: Do you know over 130,000 people have died now just this year, like of Corona last four and a half months? Isn't
3: mm. that wild? That is. It's crazy. Yeah, because of something that came that wasn't here.
0: Just. It's, it's almost like an oof. alien landed mm-hmm. uh, What's the bathroom situation like on an airplane now?
3: Uh, same, except for I got locked in mine. like the something was broken and I couldn't get out and I had a bang on it until someone heard me.
0: So you're in the bathroom on an airplane banging on the door mm-hmm. and, and we who, were descending who saves you? We
3: were descending the flight attendant, but she said she said she was busy doing her you know, prepare to land duties. And technically I shouldn't have been in the bathroom anyways. I said, this doesn't matter. It doesn't take away the fact that I just got stuck in the bathroom. Cause I kept thinking. She
0: lectured you afterward. <laughs> That's funny.
3: <laughs> what if, what if I, what if they hadn't have found me and I had a land, you know, in the toilet, is there a seatbelt in there just in case? They may need to rethink that. I was thinking through that. What if I have to land holding on, standing up? Because I don't even like sitting. I don't sit in the bathroom. I squat. Right? Everybody squats.
0: I and don't sit.
3: Right. You don't. But as a, girl, yeah. be, as a girl, you squat on the airplane toilet or any public toilet. And it was scary for a minute. And she was acting like maybe I just couldn't figure it out. But I was like, no, y'all need to address that. And you know sometimes a a messed up bathroom or whatever, something simple can ground a plane. Mm. I kind of felt bad, but I was like, y'all need to address that. So who knows? I don't even know if that plane is is functioning, but I got stuck in the bathroom.
0: (laughs) We went to Sonic a couple of times, but I guess Saturday. And I'm not good at keeping cash in my wallet. So I should be better at it. But we get to Sonic and I don't have the app because we don't go to Sonic by plan. We're not like, hey, it's six o'clock, we're going to go to Sonic. Usually it's like, hey, let's go to Sonic and get a cherry limeade. And so we were driving by. I was like, hey, let's pull in a Sonic. So we and then put your card in, you can pay. But you can't tip on your card. And so I did have a couple bucks, but so I tipped the girl, but I was like, man, there should just be a better way. One, they should allow you to tip on the card. They're not going to. It's like Twitter, they're not going to make an edit button. So what are we going to do? What else are we going to do? So I tweeted out, I said, hey, and I tagged Sonic. I said, hey, why don't you let the the carhops wear their Venmo on their apron. That way, let's say we buy our stuff, we still have their Venmo if we want to tip them five bucks that way very easily. And they got like 300 retweets.
3: Oh, did Sonic reply? No. (laughs) So wait. That's a good idea though.
0: But like if you let them wear their Venmo name or what, you know, they can get into have a business with cash app or Venmo or whomever and they can wear it right there because it's not just me who suffers from this. I go to Sonic my friends go to Sonic. We don't carry a bunch of cash. You can't tip them if you don't have cash. And people will hit me up like, just get the app, idiot. I didn't even know there was an app. So it's not like most people have the app.
3: Right. I didn't know they had an app. Yeah.
0: Me idiot. either. <laughs> and so and then the people are like, well, it's a cashless society. And then it got political. And I was like, how does everything, all I want to do is tip my car hop and you're making it political. Twitter's not a good place to look at the comments. I love Twitter. Twitter's my favorite to be on because I like to read the news, but not the best when it comes to comments because mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of bots too, just saying things that aren't even real. Or Instagram, there aren't a lot of bots. You get some haters over there, but they're not a lot of bots. Right. But that was my, I, I wish Sonic would let them wear their Venmo on their apron. It's a great idea. Because then we could tip them. I would be like, all right, that'll be four for your two cherry limeades, $4.89, great. I don't have any cash. What's your Venmo name there? Princess 68, boop. To 69%, but I, to to I know, but I
3: I before you said that, my brain was thinking, okay, but they need to have professional Venmos. Because yeah. I had something recently. I think it's one of my movers. It was someone that was helping me move and I wanted to Venmo like a tip. And
0: Nicknamed Poontang 99?
3: Yeah, no. I can now I can't even remember <laughs> it because it feels like a blur the whole when we were moving and then after a little vacation, but it was something like creepster. Sixty-nine. <laughs> I mean, it's like uh, this is. Creepster I mean, it was not that, but you know what I mean. Ray said it
0: wasn't that. That's his. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> he said
3: But I mean, come on. If you're gonna like use your Venmo for professional situations, like, yeah, pick fine. a professional name.
0: Uh, check out Amy's Four Things podcast. It's about human trafficking.
3: Yes, I had Cassie Hammett on, and she lives in Louisiana and runs a nonprofit that works with survivors, victims. And, and even, uh, you know, this was an interesting take on it. She works with, uh, the men that have been involved in it that are recovering. Like they, they were involved in the process and she's like, it, it's, it's both sides that we need to work with without addressing one side. We're not going to fix the problem. So she works with, uh, the men and, and a lot of the women. And, we focused on what's going down here in the U.S. I mean, it's a global problem, but sometimes I think as Americans, we can be in denial that it's happening right here. Um, and women, well, all women and men, but mostly women are, and girls are being trafficked right in our own cities.
0: Well, check out Amy's Four Things with Amy Brown podcast. Uh, you can also have a music podcast. We did about a half hour with Gary Lavox from Rascal Flats. He came to the house. Interesting. We, you know, we played some of that on this show. So that's up like two episodes ago. Um, every Friday we're putting out a new episode now because it's when new music comes out, so it's it's very much a music based podcast. But uh, we put up a new episode. This last one we did uh, artists who have changed their name
3: for the sake of their stage name.
0: Yeah. Or? Well, the the inspiration was the Lady A stuff.
3: Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: But then you know. It was artists who've had to change their prints, went to the symbol. You know, who we didn't talk about was John Mellencamp, who was, who started as John Cougar, and then went John Cougar Mellencamp, and then now it's just John Mellencamp.
3: It's the same person?
0: Mm-hmm. But John we're talking Cougar. about how hard it is to change your name and have people still know who you are.
3: Mm.
0: But yeah, we talk about a lot of... Mike, who was another one? Uh, i like to give a better example. That feels like it was days ago. I guess because it was at this point. But there's a there's a bunch of them. So we talked about that. We did uh, there's a new artist named Nick Wayne who we talked to, and we talked about a bunch of the music coming out this week. So um, I mean, Puff the Daddy's band,
3: changed his name true. like five times.
0: Pearl Jam used to be Mookie Blaylock. What? <laughs> mm, he was a basketball player way back in the day. But Interesting. Then they realized they couldn't sell any merch with his name <laughs> on it because of his name.
3: <laughs> I never knew that.
0: There's a bunch of them. So check out the Bobbycast. That's a music podcast. All right, that's the deal. I'll I'll end on this story. A woman played the lotto for the first time ever. Never was a lotto player. And then won fifty million dollars. She played it in Arkansas.
3: Oh. Didn't win my. like five hundred. She won how much? Fifty million. That's crazy. Oh. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially if she's not a lottery player. Wait, like what is, in the world?
0: Uh, never mind. She's not from Arkansas. I played the lotto in Arkansas. She's a lot this again, this is a lot of I don't care where she's right. from. <laughs> I was just like, Arkansas, huh? I played the lotto in Arkansas this weekend. I was gonna tell a story I wrote a note about the story. And you Let didn't me tell win? this story first. No. Well yeah, a little bit. So this woman uh, played her very first lottery ticket, and then she won $50 million. She goes, I cannot think oh. straight. I'll definitely keep working. Yeah, yeah right. right.
4: I hate that lady.
3: What? What? Why do you say, yeah, right? Bobby, if you won the lottery, you would keep working.
0: I mean, you would. Not at the job I was currently at. Oh, so you're leaving this job? If I won $50 million, I would probably do this in a different capacity. Okay. Cool. But I would buy an entity.
3: We'd still have jobs. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'm, contra- I'm contracting for a couple more years, so I probably have to work here for a little bit. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, she won $50 million. I played the lotto in Arkansas. I wrote that note to myself and I, on the side of the story. We stopped and bought scratch offs, and we bought two $10 ones. I won $80. Look
3: at me.
1: Look at you. It's
0: not $50 million, you but, still came to work today. Yeah, That's crazy. Sure did. <laughs> Can't believe it. All right, here's today's show. Thank you, guys. <laughs>
1: Let's
0: go! Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Well, uh, Eddie's not here today because, and normally I wouldn't start off the show with addressing someone not being here, but because he's sick. Now, he went to... What? <laughs> That's why he's not here.
3: I didn't... I was wondering, but I didn't want to... We'll
0: get him on the phone in a second. He went to Florida for oh. vacation. Mm-hmm. He said there weren't a lot of people on the beaches there. I talked to him a couple times. Didn't see him in person. Um, but he got a COVID test also, when, just like Lunchbox did, just like Ray did. He got a COVID test. We're gonna see what's happening in the next couple of days, but he's like, I'm not feeling well. He has like, I think it's because of the ra- allergies are bad. Mine are bad right now too, and he's really allergic to stuff. But we'll see. So Eddie's not here today because of either allergies or Corona. Did we'll see what the case is there. Otherwise, we're back. We've been on vacation for a week or so. Good to have you back. Good to be back. Yeah, I, mean, I saw you yesterday at the, over at the I know. house. <laughs> Amy's, Long time, no see. Yeah. Amy's husband has an old truck that he's, I guess, rebuilding.
3: Yeah. I mean, well, we've pretty much done the work on it. It just stays old. So sometimes it doesn't start.
0: It doesn't. Well, and it's been in my house for the past few weeks because you guys went to Colorado. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, hey, we're moving. Can I store it? So he stored it. But then people would come to my house, like, fix stuff. And they're like, oh, man, it's a cool old truck. And, and at first I would be like, well, it's not mine. But then I started taking credit for it. I was like, thank you very <laughs> much. You know, it's.
3: It's yeah. just easier
0: to take credit for it. Than yeah,
3: instead of explaining. I get it. Just be like, oh, thanks. I was cool. nervous,
0: though. He was over, and it wouldn't start for a while. Because mm-hmm. I guess you left before.
3: Correct. He, Yeah, he left, and then during the move, I don't know how to drive it. And so I couldn't transfer it to the new house without him. So it just was easier to store at your place till he could get back to it.
0: Well, he sat it, and then, I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. But then it started. It was all yeah. good. I'm having an issue right now with my AC guy. I don't, I don't even have a guy, but I have, so I hired this company cause my, one of my units went out and so that it's a hundred degrees here where we are and it's miserable. And so I woke up one morning, I looked at the air and it was on 78. Now I live my life cold and I was like, oh, that's not right. So it won't go down. So I call, and say, Hey, we got an issue here. So they come out and the guy's like, oh, I don't know what's wrong with it. Let's order some parts. We'll have in a couple of days. So I spent two nights just sweating my brains out. He goes, Okay, we got some sort of part chip. They fixed it. The next night, boom, breaks again. Oh. Call them back out again. Different person comes out. Well, first, diff- different guy comes out and he goes, I don't know what this is. I don't know how to work this thing. And so he's like, I'll just call somebody else tomorrow. Wait another day. Another guy comes out. He goes, Yeah, I got a new circuit board. It's going to take at least two more. So I, I haven't had error. In about six days. And it's awful. And then I'm at that point too where do I just call a new company because I feel like this company's kind of sucked a little bit? But or they already have been invested. But they're so in invested all, now and right. they know. Mm-hmm. And if I cut my losses, am I going to have to go through all this again with somebody else? Probably.
3: Unless you get lucky and the first guy that comes out is like, what do you know?
0: My uncle invented this.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I happen to be an expert in what uh-huh. this is. I don't know.
0: So frustrating. I have a story coming up in a few minutes about what you eat for breakfast can affect if you have a boy or a girl. I'm already getting messages going, that's bull crap. You haven't heard the story yet.
3: No. no, no You're know. not sending me the messages. <laughs> okay. I was like, no, I haven't.
0: All right, let's get over to the Good News Countdown.
3: It's the
1: Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories
0: across the land. All right, here we go. Here's a great idea for people to get back to work. It's at number five. Number five! A group in West Palm Beach, Florida, has started doing drive through job fairs to help people find jobs. Express Pros hosted their very first drive-through job fair last week, and here they are talking about how it works.
5: We're doing an interview, kind of real quick, a screening interview, and then we are basically trying to figure out which direction to head, and then having them go onto our website and fill out an application, send our resume, and get them placed. Number
0: four. This is a call we got from Allison in Oxford, Alabama.
5: Hey Bobby, morning studio. I was calling about a tell me something good. My husband has been a police officer for almost 12 years and he is a retired uh, Marine. This past weekend, he saved a one-month-old baby that was choking. He got the 911 call and responded on the interstate where he was met with the baby. He did compressions. The baby was choking, not breathing, and he was able to save that baby's life. Um, I think he's a hero. He says he was just doing his job. My husband's name is Officer Josh Hardeman. Thank you all for all that you do for us.
0: That's awesome. Shout out. Officer Josh Harden, that is awesome. Yeah, it's your job, but it's also a job where you got to be pretty heroic at times. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Number three. A 106-year-old man in India who lived through the Spanish flu recently beat COVID-19. That's right, 106 years old. He actually recovered even faster than his son who's in his 70s. They're both okay now. Hmm. Do you know what COVID means? Do you know why they're called COVID and Corona? I don't. Okay. Corona is the real name of it. COVID means, co means corona, V means virus, and D means disease. COVID-19, and 19 is the year it happened. So I always thought corona was like the slang that came from, I don't know, but it's actually corona Corona. is, it's a coronavirus, but COVID-19 is coronavirus disease 19. Hmm. I mean, that's not good news, but... That other, the Spanish
3: interesting guy was. yeah, yeah. Here we go. number two
0: 75% of the parents now out there say they've witnessed a big moment in their child's life they would have missed it had they not been forced to stay home anything with you no. you kids are at a weird age though <laughs> where they're not having big moments right now <gasps> right. They're, they're
3: we lost a few teeth
0: yeah well your son is nine nine daughter's 13 yep
3: She turned 13 during coronavirus. You'd you'd have
0: been home for that, Fully
3: present for that. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah. All right,
3: here we go. Number
0: one. There's a woman on TikTok named Lexi Katie who started something called the Venmo Challenge. She asked her followers to donate what they can, even a few cents, and then she uses that money to leave huge tips at restaurants. She went to Cheesecake Factory in Baltimore on the 4th of July, left the waitress $628. That is awesome. That's pretty cool. That was the Good News Countdown. Countdown. So what you eat for breakfast can affect if you have a boy or a girl, kind of. Here's the story you've been waiting for. Women who want to have a baby boy should never skip breakfast. That's what they say. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day, which, by the way, we found that out to be just a term somebody made up to sell more breakfast, Mm -hmm. because it's not actually the most important meal of the day. But they say when determining the sex of your child, it really could be. A study found that women who skip breakfast in the months leading up to getting pregnant were less likely to give birth to boys. And so they had 5,000 people take part in this study. Some of them skipped breakfast on purpose. Some didn't. It just depending on what their habits already were. They didn't go, hey, you're pregnant, skip breakfast for the survey. Mm -hmm. But um, they're still trying to figure out exactly why. But an overwhelming majority of women, 85%, who skipped breakfast, ended up having a girl. Wow. 85%. That's a lot.
3: I don't... I mean, I, I don't know what could cause that. Because then my brain goes, okay, well, is, does it matter what you eat, if you eat, or... There's just probably so much.
0: In like 50 years, we'll have all this science knowing exactly what to put in your body mm-hmm. in order to... if Who knows? Manipulate it's, it. Yeah. Well, not to manipulate it, but it's already what we're doing. We just don't realize what's happening. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, being in certain shape when you have... A, you know, all that's probably affecting it. We just don't know how yet.
3: Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay, so I guess men... We all know you want a boy, so feed your woman breakfast. Fe-
0: okay, there we have it.
3: I mean, I Pan- know what cakes you're Pancakes and waffles
0: every morning.
3: All guys, they just—that's all they care about—is having a boy.
0: You're, you're not wrong
3: but then once they do have a girl they're like oh I didn't
2: know it was missing I love her Bob mm-hmm.
1: Bon the latest from Nashville and Hollywood Morgan number two's 30 second
2: skinny Tim McGraw announced a new album it's his first solo album in five years called here on Earth it will be out on August 21st with 16 songs. Carrie Underwood explained how her fitness journey began. You start cooking for yourself when you're teenagers and 20s, and you kind of start looking at um, the fine print and start learning about nutrition if that's what you want to do. And that's what I wanted to do and started feeling better. Brad Paisley looks forward to life post-coronavirus.
3: One thing I am absolutely certain of is that this will be a party like no other. When people are willing to hug again and rock out and lift a glass in the
2: same room, it's going to rock. And we have to keep sight of that, that nothing lasts forever. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny.
0: It's time for the good news
2: with Bobby. Tell me something
0: good. A mom in North Carolina is being praised as an angel for donating her kidney to a kid across the country. Her name is Paige. She heard about 23-month-old Hudson Nash needing a kidney transplant to survive. And so she was like, well, let me see if I can even donate. Because it's weird. I didn't know adults could donate to kids. Like, especially like a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. Did you know that?
3: I have heard that. Yes.
0: Well, you must have been listening places I haven't been. But you can't donate the whole thing. Uh, Let me read Listen,
3: I don't know how they fit it in the little body, but I've heard about it, and I think I've thought, how does that happen?
0: Well, the kid was born with chronic kidney disease, and doctors told his parents he would need a transplant before his second birthday. They put him on a donor list. They sent out letters. That's how she found out, because her husband's like a distant cousin of the family. Perfect match. She got tested. They underwent a successful transplant surgery. When people ask her why she did it, she said she wanted someone to step up for her kid, so she did it for someone else's. I just didn't know that a whole lot. Uh, yeah. That's an awesome story.
3: Yeah. So, I Did you don't Google it. Yeah. Cause I'm trying time to think for medical of medical tips uh, from
0: Google. All right.
3: No. I was trying to think of what age our organs are fully developed yeah. because then that, that makes sense. But I, cause yeah, I don't know when you, if you have an adult organ and it's put into a tiny kid body. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe that there's space in there.
0: Regardless, just, it's a great story. Yeah. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me
1: Something Good. Bobby Bone Show.
0: Bonehead. Story of the day.
4: This story comes to us from Memphis, Tennessee. Two cousins were hanging out and they were discussing University of Memphis basketball when they decided to say, Oh, the coach is a bad coach. The other cousin said, Nope, Penny Hardaway's a good coach. One guy got mad, pulled out a gun, and shot his cousin.
0: I saw that. Didn't die, but they were fighting. I saw that about Anthony Hardaway. Oops. Hey, let's never about what the actual subject is, it's always about disrespect. Oh, you disrespecting me? But then he's just chilling with a gun. I bet he wasn't supposed to have that gun. If I'm just guessing, he doesn't sound like a guy smart enough or that has made good enough decisions to have a carry permit. Just, I don't know the truth of that, but that's what it sounds like. All right, Lunchbox.
4: I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. Last week, Caitlin and I went up to Big
0: Cedar. It's near Branson. We never actually went into Branson, but it's uh, up near Springfield, Branson. It's awesome. I mean, I've never been up there before. But went up and stayed in the cabin, and it was Caitlin and myself, her parents, her sister, and her sister's boyfriend. And we were able to go up and stay away from folks. I didn't want to go anywhere, there were a bunch of people. So, you know, we fished, we played golf, we played pickleball, so anything outside. And the trip was great. We drove up, and it was about, about an eight hour drive from where we were. I don't like driving, I don't like road trips, but it's actually not so bad with her. But we switched out in podcasts. So I'd listen to a podcast that I wanted to hear. She'd listen to a podcast that she wanted to hear. And hers, it's called Bear Brook, the Bear Brook Murders. I don't know how the, the nicest, kindest, softest people, why they love murder dark podcasts. But she's like, I want to listen to this Bear Brook podcast. And I'm like, all right, what, what is, is it about bears? I like bears. She's like, no, it's about this town. And I'm like, oh, man, it's one of these um, like uh, true crime. She's like, yeah, mm. I don't hate them. But I would never pick it on my own. And so she hits play, the first one. And it's like, their bodies were found in a bucket. It was for humans. We don't know whose flesh was whose. It we- And I'm like, what are we listening to?
3: <laughs> this is not for me. Well, was it good? Do I need to listen?
0: It's a little dark for Sounds me. Sounds amazing. It's a little dark for me. But what happened was there's this town. It's in Bear Brook. I think it's in New Hampshire. It's up in the Northeast. And they found these. These barrels, these drum barrels, and there were these bodies in them. And they Mm. couldn't match the bodies. And if you can't find out who the bodies are, how do you know who the murderer is? And so they're tracking. We got to like five episodes. It ended up being pretty good. But I was having nightmares about this crap. I can't. That's why part I don't listen to it. That's why I tried to read Twilight. Couldn't do it. Can't watch scary movies. Have nightmares. But I was having dreams about the Bear Brook murders. If you like true crime, it started to get pretty good. I don't know if there's an ending to this or not. Because sometimes... You'll listen to a whole podcast or watch a whole show. And then by the end of it, there's no end. And you're like, why did I just spend all my time trying to listen to this? Because now I'm not going to help figure it out. But I think you'd probably like it if you like true crime. Okay. So we did that. And then we listened to my podcast, which she hated. Which was? Well, it's called Presidential. And every single president, there's an hour on all of them and what they were like before they got into office. Why they ran for office, all of the factors that led to their decision, what they were like during, and I got through I think six of them. I loved it. Starting like, with one. Yeah, you start at one. So okay. I did George Washington, and it's all the stuff you didn't know. For example, James Madison was our fourth president. Was only five foot four. Wow. Oh. Yeah, and now you have to be at least six feet tall, basically, to run for president, because, and they talked about some of the studies. You do? Well, because people don't perceive you as a leader if you're not That's six so weird, feet tall. That's weird,
3: because people just used to be smaller. Mm-hmm. Like, so small.
0: George Washington was a big guy.
3: Oh.
0: I listened to uh, John Adams, and I listened to John Quincy Adams, who was his son. Did you know John Quincy Adams? He was, like, Secretary of State for a long time, and then was president... It's not considered the best president, but then went and served in Congress for 18 years after he was president.
3: 18 years?
0: Yeah. And it was like the first guy that was anti slavery. And they were like, You're crazy.
3: Oh, you're good crazy. For him. I didn't know that. Yeah.
0: There's only one founding father who didn't have slaves John Adams, number two. He was like, I'm not having slaves. You guys are crazy. I have to stand for something. Everybody else had slaves. It's crazy. It, Thomas Jefferson, big douche.
3: Oh, really? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just a big douche. Made it, you know, did a bunch of things right as far as like sh- the structuring, the, but just not a good dude. Mm,
3: that's a bummer. Like he's
0: like a hoity toity. Mm-hmm. Like not someone we'd like. Okay. But anyway, I, uh, she was pretty bored by it because it's just her, this woman talking to historians. Oh, I
3: have friends that love it. Yeah. But I haven't checked it out yet. Oh, but I'm, gonna, I'm interested in both. So thank you for the recommendations.
0: James Madison, the shortest president ever at five foot four, Martin Van Buren at five foot six, Benjamin Harrison at five foot six. Raymondo, how tall are you? 5'7". Sounds He's, like I can be president. Ray is No, five no, no. Six. Now you have to be 6 foot, they say. I know. It's hard for anyone to not be tall because we just associate... It's not fair, but we associate tall with leadership. Who's the tallest president? Probably Abe Lincoln, right?
3: I think so. In my mind, but...
0: Yeah, Abe Lincoln. His is, hat
3: maybe made him taller.
0: <laughs> Abe Lincoln, six foot four.
3: Okay, that's pretty. Without
0: the hat, Lyndon B. Johnson at six foot four.
3: Oh, really? Yeah, those He's are the, the
0: two biggest presidents. Um, Barack Obama, over or under six foot.
3: Six foot on the dot. Six foot one. Oh, okay.
0: He seems like a small guy. Yeah. But yeah, six No,
3: foot. he's not, and he has big hands. I What's I up? lunchbox and I saw him in person. Yeah. And he stuck his hand out and he's massive. Yeah. Huh. That's
4: a weird
0: thing <laughs> to yell I out but I would have right. pinned
3: him at six foot even though.
0: I thought he'd been smaller. Mm-mm. Mm. He's okay. lean and. George H.W. Bush.
3: Uh, Oh, uh, what are you asking over? Over uh, under six foot. Oh, over. Six two. Yeah. That's crazy. I've seen him in person too. He's tall. Yeah.
0: All right. Anyway, I, I really like... Pre- so now my new thing to do is to go and I play NBA 2K20 on PlayStation. It's kind of my escape. And I play that and I turn the sound off and then I listen to Presidential. And she's like, now we'll go talk to historian Herbert Johnson about how he thinks John Adams should have written his second line. And I also learned about the Monroe Doctrine, which is pretty interesting. Really studied up on imperialism. Yeah, I've been really nerding out a little bit.
3: In that same podcast or something Well, else? it's just, like, no,
0: I, I learned something, and then I go, let me go down the rabbit hole right. and try to learn it. Okay. But I think you had, like, Bear Brook. I have it yeah. noted. I was at the house, and I see a tweet come across, and it's from Raymundo, who runs our audio. And he tweets out, After a long and much thought-out discussion, Eddie is no longer a groomsman at my wedding. Currently looking for a replacement. And so I'm going, oh... Because I remember Eddie on the show going, humans aren't supposed to get married, like telling Ray that, and Ray's about to get married. So I was like, oh, man, Ray just kicked him out of the wedding. So I call Eddie. I said, hey, get on the headset because we're playing video games. It was late at night. So Eddie's on the headset. I said, hey, man, um, did you get kicked out of Ray's wedding? Is he on? Yeah, I got him right here. Eddie there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so, I can hear you. So I said, Eddie, did you get kicked out of Ray's wedding? Eddie goes, I haven't heard anything about it. So did you look at the tweet then, Eddie, and think you had been kicked out of the wedding?
6: Yeah, so as soon as you told me, I got on Twitter and thought, I'm like, oh, great. So then I responded, what? Why? I need answers.
0: And then Ray's... Fiance stepped up and said Ray was drunk. (laughs) She said I had about 12 white claws, and that was the reason for the tweet, and that really was, for the most part, the reason I tweeted that. But why? Honestly, because he was in Florida, just having a heck of a time, and it just seemed like he chose Florida over my bachelor trip, honestly, and then in the moment drinking, it just came even more real to me, and so that's why I fired (laughs) off the tweet. So it bothered you that he went to Florida for vacation, which we'll talk about later, and didn't go on your bachelor party? Yeah, because they were four days apart, uh... Both risked COVID, but one of them, he was just totally fine with choosing. And then he just threw me to the side, which it seemed like. Eddie, what do you think about Interesting.
6: that? Interesting. Here's, I think here's another marriage lesson. Great. When you get married, you always want to choose on your wife's side. So going to Florida with your wife over your groom, your, your groom that's getting married, wise choice.
0: And if I can just step in for Eddie for one second, he has four kids and he only gets to choose one of them. Mm-hmm. So it's probably vacation with wife more right. so than buddy on the radio show. Right, but he never said that, though, to me. He said COVID was the reason. Oh. <laughs> uh, it seemed like he was lying, honestly. <laughs> Eddie? Well, I mean,
6: let's be real. None of, none of this was said face-to-face. All of this was done through Twitter. Like, I, I was shocked. I don't know. And, and what worries me a little bit is that when someone's been drinking, they're telling the truth. I feel... In, a li- in like some little way that Ray still is thinking about not having me as his wedding.
0: <laughs> no, that is not the case. I already told you the spot is yours. If you'll accept it back, I want you to be a groomsman. I'm totally sober now. I can say this stuff. Hasn't he already <laughs> accepted it though? Yeah, he has. So it's still his. <laughs> did you get fit for your suit yet, Eddie? I have not. Yeah, no. me either. Ray, have you? I did. And my nephew has as well. And I think, oh, and Eric Dodds. So we got three of the six.
4: And Lunchbox, you haven't? No, I don't even know where I'm supposed to
0: go. Whoa. Are you sure you're having a wedding, right? Because this is not no. going to get better by October. Yeah, so we honestly are in constant talks with our wedding planner. And uh, yes, the wedding is still on. We have three months. You're going to put... The reason it can survive over other weddings um, is because it's outdoors. We're not inside of a church. A lot of those are getting canceled. We're open air, baby. Interesting. What about masks? Are you going to have masks in your Most wedding? likely that first kiss is going to be with a mask, y'all. No, it's Y'all not. Don't need to it's be. not. Like, the guests. <laughs> so dumb. But I mean, there may be people who go. Hey, I don't feel comfortable going to where. How many people are you inviting now? It's at a hundred. <gasps> but but that number can be reduced a little bit. No way. No, I. I thought unless it was it's like seventy. Unless it's like a drive-in, like this John Party concert, where everybody parked <laughs> in a parking lot from their cars. I can't see a hundred people going to a wedding. I didn't go to a birthday party yesterday. Because there were 10 people. I was like, there's no way. I feel like that would be irresponsible to the show. I feel like irresponsible to everybody. And, and we could cut that in half. So you would be looking at... That's still a, 50. But I'm saying it, it's... Uh, maybe the, the reception is played down a little bit. Not as dj yeah. Maybe it's more... It, the, if people are separated and stuff, we just do it. Let's do the vows. Yeah. And that's a wrap. But those changes are made months down the road. We still have three. I hope you have the wedding. I know, and we're going to. So, yeah. Oh,
3: this... This is All the a... groomsmen
0: up there standing close to each other? Yeah. Uh, maybe uh, distanced. Six, <laughs> Six feet... feet
3: apart. There's me like what tapes matters. on the ground where everyone has to spread out. <sighs>
0: Caitlin brought it up yesterday. She was like, man, how are they going to do their wedding in October? Because there's not going to be a vaccine by October. Everywhere's getting worse. Except for like the super northeast that was on it the first time.
3: Okay. Ray, have you and your fiancee, I know now that it's you know a couple weeks have passed since we've talked about y'all possibly moving the wedding to 2021
0: no we right as of right now it's in 2020 and it's gonna be october 24th okay and so but what if it's not (laughs) will you will you just get married you two and like have a a party later like a a soft elope it's been discussed a year anniversary is when we would then have a bigger party so the, the wedding, we will be married October twenty fourth 2020. Why are you laughing when you say that? Because there's some I'm, conversations that we don't know about. But I'm saying that's been ingrained in my head. Like, it's going on. Oh, that's w- her going. We're yes. having it. Would yes.
3: y'all consider doing it on Zoom?
0: No, because I'm telling you, we're going to be outdoors. And that because of that, a lot of things are able to go on when they do the outdoor avenue, and which is exactly what we've been doing since day one. That is, you're right in a way. Outdoors is a lot different than being in. Denver.
3: Yeah, like graduation ceremonies mm-hmm. have been outdoors.
0: Maybe you just get on a big speaker, and we all st- again stay in our cars. <laughs> no, you, got- all- my fiance ain't putting up with that.
3: Garth Brooks knows how to do that. He did a whole uh, drive-in mm-hmm. thing.
0: Well, okay. So, anyway, back to the... You had too many White Claws. Yes. You shouldn't have tweeted that out. I And I apologize. I sent out a tweet the next day and said, Totally sorry. Uh, I got very emotional. Was drinking. Uh, forgive me, Eddie. The spot is there. Please take it. Okay.
6: There are people, Okay, good. I mean, that makes me feel good. Hey, by the way, when are we doing Palooza?
0: I don't know if we can. I mean, whenever I first announced Raytopia, is what it's oh, called. Oh, that's it. My oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever I first announced Raytopia, it was when... The COVID trends were way down, and I expected the same pattern to follow. Little did I know nobody wanted to wear masks, and whenever all businesses open back up, it's like, well, let's reestablish the COVID's a thing. I don't know. And if you have to cancel it, I understand that. It will not be canceled. It may be delayed. Yeah, But I can't, in good conscience, have Raytopia at my house. Mm. We could have, like, four of us, and we all stay far away. No, nah, I think the word Topia, it's got to be a w- decent-sized party. Yeah. Well, then that's not going to ha- – there's not going to be a Topia until there's a vaccine. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I do have someone on voicemail talking about Ray drinking uh, White Claws. Um, Do you see that one, Ray? It says I have a criticism for the show. Got it. Okay, here we go.
6: Hey, guys. Morning, studio. Love the show, first off. But, Bobby, you always say you want some – constructive criticism about the show. And the one thing I just have to say is Raymundo, stop saying you're a man's man. Men's men do not drink one white claw and call themselves a man's man. Also, please stop calling your SUV a truck. It is an SUV or utility vehicle, not a truck. Trucks have beds. Thank you guys. Love you guys for everything (laughs) you do.
3: Oh, wow, wow.
0: He came (laughs) hard.
3: What is he, like a Larry? What
0: do you think about that? Uh a lot of guys drink White Claws, it's the new culture we're in. And that's, that's a manly thing to do, females <laughs> like drinking it too. Um, the truck situation, I call it what I call it, I'm from the north. If you have something that isn't a car, it's called a truck. Or a van. Truck. No. Oh, oh, no. Now you I'm telling you, anything that isn't low, if, if it's a bigger type jacked up vehicle, it's a truck. I don't care that it doesn't have a bed. You still think you're a man's man though, right? Yeah. Alpha. Alpha, man's man. Whenever we took Ray fishing, he wouldn't even touch the fish. He was scared of the fish. And Caitlin goes, hey, is that that a man's man? I was like, no. Bigger than I'm used to catching. And that is also when I got cut as well because I wasn't careful. He says he got. uh, I got finned. No, but you said you got. Gilled. uh, No. Quilled. Quilled. And a porcupine quills. He's like, I've been quilled. I was like, no, you got cut by the fin. Um, Let's do Brian in Colorado Springs. Here's uh, another voicemail.
6: Morning studio. I just wanted to call in to figure out whatever happened to the uh, segment uh, for Ray Mundo. Uh You guys used to chant for him. Ray, 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 Ray. Ray, Ray. Ray. I'd love to hear that again, man. I just had so much fun. That's actually how I remembered my neighbor's name. His name's Ray, and I sat in my truck after I met him and sang it about ten times just so I wouldn't forget. Always found
0: that segment fun, and would love to to hear it again. Well, we used to highlight when we'd bring in Ray like every three days or so, and then we'd play the baseball bump, bump, bump. It'd be like Ray, 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 Ray. We'll dig it out of the archives. We haven't done that in years, but appreciate that call. We don't. It's so far lost right now, Ray. Right? Yeah, it ain't here. Okay. But uh, no, that was when Ray would come in sparingly. Yeah. But his wedding story's been such a storyline for the past few months that if we did that every time, that's all we'd be listening to all day. Is that one song? Mm. Uh, appreciate that. You guys can call and leave us a voicemail. 877-77-BOBBY
1: the Bob- Bo- Here's Amy's pile of stories
3: So, this is an interesting way to get people to wear their masks A public transportation commission in Berlin is starting to ban deodorant So you can't wear deodorant And they're hoping that the stinkiness on mass transit will encourage people to wear their masks
0: Funny Yeah,
3: I thought so, and clever <laughs>
0: Uh, I don't know if I want to get on a stinky train, though. I mean, because the mask doesn't really keep you from smelling. Here's my thing about masks. I wear them. I love to wear them. Sure, it's annoying to wear on your face. When I see someone else wearing a mask, a little bit of me goes, hey, I appreciate that. Like, there's a a genuine appreciation from me to them. Now, 99% of scientists say that masks don't stop the spread but could possibly help. You're wearing one and they're wearing one. The odds of it getting through two... Are much worse than getting through none does that make sense yes right
3: but it makes sense to me it's just weird that some people hear that and it doesn't resonate with them hold
0: on i'm not done yet okay furthermore Mm -hmm. if you were to tell me hey bobby there's just a one percent chance that a mask works at all i would be like there's a one percent chance that i can keep somebody from getting sicker by wearing a mask yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i'm gonna wear the mask i don't need it to be probable All I need to know is if it's something that's easy for me to do will actually help someone and keep someone from getting sick or dying. If you just say, maybe there's a 1% chance, I'll be like, you know what? I think that's kind of my duty. Our grandparents that grew up in World War II and they were asked to make all these sacrifices and all we're asked to wear is a stupid mask for a bit for six more months until they get a vaccine and people are still butthurt about it. It is, it blows my mind. Now, let's say it's not even political. Let's say it's not even science. If you want live music to come back faster, wear a mask. If you want insert whatever activity you like doing to come back faster, wear a mask. I I, I go just berserk watching people who who in a Costco lose their mind because someone says, "Hey, you can't be in here because you're not wearing a mask." If you just want to shop at Costco and you don't believe in masks, wear a mask because you can't shop at Costco. They have the right to go. We're not going to serve you. You're not. You can't shop here if you're not wearing a mask the same way they can say hey you're not you don't have shoes on or no shirt on you can't come in right that same thing mm-hmm. it is uh, that's the hill that i'll die on <laughs> i don't have a lot of them but i'm definitely mask guy i hate wearing them
3: right it don't i, want I to hate sure. wearing them like we think they're uncomfortable they're too. so
0: annoying it's not
3: fun <sighs> it's it's uncomfortable yes, at times, but
0: you're telling me there's a chance it can help somebody else by me wearing a mask. I'm mean, in. Yeah. Sign me up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Sign me up. All right. But what about the people too? Furthermore, do the same people that go, "I'm not wearing a mask," complain about wearing a seatbelt because that's a law? You have to wear a seatbelt. Are they like you're imposing on my freedoms? I shouldn't have to wear a seatbelt. Are you doing that? Probably not.
3: I don't know. Maybe some of them. I'm done. So this is pretty cool. NBA players, they're going to have access to certain Disney attractions uh, when their season resumes in Orlando. They're going to be in their bubble, but they can hit up certain roller coaster rides. And even inside their bubble, they're going to have access to three golf courses, fishing trips, and bowling.
0: I saw uh, Ben Simmons fishing over there too. Yeah. You know it's not a real bubble, right?
3: I know, but I picture it that way, especially because I've been re into the Hunger Games stuff lately, and I picture them in this big arena, like a big bubble.
0: It's just nobody else can get in. You're like not, a force. You're not allowed to get out. There's no I bubble.
3: I know. But I, 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 I picture a literal bubble, and they have barbers, braiders, Manicurists and pedicurists.
0: They got basically everything because they can't leave for months. So you have to have everything there. All
3: right, what else? And all all the, like, even the barbers and the braiders. Like, they can't be near their families. It's kind of sad, but cool. Uh, Darius Rucker and his wife, Beth, they have announced a split. After 20 years together, Darius released a statement saying, Beth and I would like to share that after much reflection, we have made the decision to consciously uncouple. Which is very... Gwyneth Paltrow I saw that them. on
0: Instagram too and I was like consciously uncouple what does that even mean but yeah mm-hmm. yeah they're not together anymore
3: yeah I I assume this announcement just came out but they have a they have a 19 year old and their son Jack is 15 and obviously we should respect their privacy during this time there you go in case anybody thought about not
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. in case <laughs> you thought about hacking
3: them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. okay I'm Amy that's my pile
0: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
3: With Amy. Tell me something good. So shout out to this Connecticut middle school science teacher who has become a grocery hero during the pandemic. His name is Louis Goffinet. And he started making his own little shopping trips to the grocery store for people in his community that couldn't get out during coronavirus. Then he was like, you know, I need to turn to... My community for support so I can start funding my efforts. So he went to Facebook and formed Neighbors Grocery Relief Project. And so far, he's raised around $40,000 and has made 130 shopping trips for people who need a hand right now. And he wants to continue helping his community in this way, even after the pandemic is behind us. He thinks that this whole thing is a good reminder. That you have the potential to help out a lot more than you think, because there's no way as a teacher he could afford to do something like this. say
0: like 400 bucks.
3: No, forty thousand. That's crazy. Yeah, love it.
0: People on Facebook do good things too. Right.
3: All it takes. That's a question. Well, obviously, yes, they do. I know it's it's hard to imagine it, but it just shows that it just takes one person taking the initiative. Yeah. And then other people can help.
0: I was getting trolled on Instagram the other day. So I went over to their page because I'll go look at someone's page to see if they're even a real person. Sometimes people will create fake accounts to troll me. So I went over to their page and it was a real person. And their caption was like, Be kind, do as the Lord would do. And I'm like, You're not doing as the Lord was just doing. Mm-hmm. You were trolling the crap out of me using bad words. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. <laughs> that was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy with the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny.
3: What does Shakespeare call his omelette?
0: What does Shakespeare call his omelette?
3: A Hamlet. (laughs) All
0: right. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. You know, I was talking to our afternoon guy who works on our station in Portland, the bowl up there, and he was on his roof during the week. Uh, last week and he fell off broke like 12 ribs punctured a lung busted his eye and so I was, I, I was Facetime with him in the hospital his name's Danny Dwyer
3: oh my goodness
0: lucky to be alive yeah and said he was about to fall on his head so we kind of had to tuck and roll in and
3: oh my gosh
0: yeah he's 11 broken ribs a broken collarbone a punctured lung a busted up nasal cavity uh, a serious eye injury that required 11 stitches uh, so he's not on the air right now But man, I was talking to him and he's just very happy to be, and I think some of our, we we took a little still shot of some of our conversation up on the bull Instagram page, but just lucky to be alive and great attitude. So a big shout out to him because he was smiling and that's crazy. And I was like, Hey, do you remember it? And he was like, barely. He goes, I remember thinking if I land on my head, I may not make it. So I tucked Mm. and hit. Wow. Yeah.
3: Do you remember when you fell as a kid?
0: It's an interesting question. Yes, a little bit. So my story is when I was five, six years old, somewhere in that spot, seven,
3: I don't remember. Who knows?
0: Um, I was running and I was on top of a house and I fell off onto a boat trailer and and busted my spleen, almost died. We didn't know how serious it was until I got in the hospital. I remember crawling up on the house and then I remember kind of falling and then I don't remember anything until I remember walking into my mom going... I can't walk. As a kid, I was like, I can't walk. And she was like, what do you mean? I said, I, I fell. She was like, you'll be okay. Because we didn't know. She didn't even know. I didn't want to tell anyone I was up on the house. And so I, I ruptured my spleen, but I was like, I can't walk. And so we went to the hospital, and we walked in. I remember, that's what I do remember, walking to the hospital and barely being able to move my legs. And we got in, and they were like, oh, crap. And right away, right in the emergency room. And I remember them putting the mask on me and going, okay, count to 100. Nine, uh, Gone. Mm-hmm. Then I remember waking up when I opened my eyes seeing everybody from church, my grandma, my mom, around me like in TV shows when they show people like looking over the top of you. Then it looking like that. And then I was in the hospital for weeks. It was, rough. it was rough. It was a whole rough time. That stuck and that's like the last time I ever saw my real dad too because once I went in the hospital, I think that was kind of his, it was intermission. So he didn't come back after intermission. Oh. Like, that's kind of what it was like. Like, the first part of my life, and then that was, like, an intermission. A little, okay. So then I never really saw him again until I was in my 30s. You have, like,
3: spleen life and no spleen life.
0: Yeah, but I don't remember a lot of spleen life.
3: Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, good luck to, to Danny as he gets back to health.
3: This is a Bobby Bones show.
5: Bobby Bones. This
0: is Lacey from Central Utah.
5: I was calling not with a wife confession, but a mom confession. I was supposed to call in June on the 10th on my son Easton's birthday. He's seven and loves you. We have downloaded all of the Raging Idiots albums. He listens to them all the time. And he was listening and he's like, do you think the did me a shout out for my birthday? And I was like, well, I'll call him see if he'll do it. And I never did it. Here we are <laughs> almost a month late. But if you could, Easton would surely appreciate a birthday shout out for his seventh birthday.
0: Happy birthday, Easton. Seven years and one month now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday, buddy. Here's Brenda in Mobile.
5: Hey, Bobby. I have to plan a deep sea fishing trip for my boss, and I have been invited. So I wanted to ask you and Caitlin some advice on how to fish because I've never been deep sea fishing, and I was hoping to get some tips from you guys. By the way, Amy, you remind me so much of Elaine on Seinfeld.
0: How do you feel about that? Oh, that was a
5: huge
3: compliment. Okay. I love her.
0: Um, I've never been deep sea fishing either. I've a lot of freshwater. I mean, that's all we did during vacation. Went to Missouri and fish, went to Arkansas and fish, grew up a whole life fishing. But I've never been deep sea fishing. But I would just say, if you're going to go out, you're going to have someone that's an expert or a guide. Just listen to them. I'm sure they'll have you all set up. Don't worry. Don't freak out about it. There are rookies all the time. I mean, I'm a, I am would like to go D.C. I've never caught anything like that before. On the ocean. Mm-hmm. I get too seasick on the water though. I was gonna though. say,
3: maybe, you know, take a. Bleh. Make sure you've got some sea medicine, whatever you call it. I don't
0: think it's called sea medicine, but. <laughs> like
3: the little bracelets you can wear or whatever.
0: We'll be choosing our favorite guilty pleasures. We'll be drafting around the room. Up first. Is Lunchbox? Lunchbox. What do you drafting first as your favorite guilty pleasure?
4: Oh man, everybody, you know, everybody loves this. When they sit down at night, they want some just trash TV. So I'm taking reality TV as my guilty pleasure. Mm.
0: I have a bunch of specific shows I was gonna pick.
4: You still have yours?
3: Hmm. Well, yeah, I have. S- yep, I can mm. word it differently.
0: All right, all right. Uh, Morgan, number two, favorite guilty pleasure.
2: Well, when I'm really hungry but I shouldn't be eating bad, I love to go and eat some ice cream. That is a guilty pleasure of mine.
0: Mm. Ramundo, when you're sitting at the crib and you don't want to drive and you need some food, everybody loves takeout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel guilty about takeout? Real guilty. It's such a waste of money. <laughs> oh, just eating out. Oh yeah, post-mating. Or of money.
3: you know, when you're—that's a good one, especially if you're. Our, a parent, and you don't cook, and you just order takeout for everybody. It's awesome.
0: <laughs> you feel guilty about that?
3: Well, yeah, because it, it Ray's right. It's a huge waste of money when you're cooking for a family. It's it's a big waste.
0: I'm gonna go with guilty pleasure. Uh, Real Housewives. Yeah.
4: That was my first one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're part of my team. So
0: uh. I have Real Housewives in my guilty pleasure. Amy.
3: Binge watching a show.
0: Just in general? Yeah. Yeah? Any show in general?
3: Well, I have Housewives, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you took it. So I'll just take binge-watching, I don't know, anything on okay. Netflix,
0: really. All right, All right. Uh, Amy, you have the first pick of the next round. Go oh, ahead.
3: Oh, okay, back at me. Um, I'm going to go with Cereal for Dinner.
0: That's a good one. I'm going to go with, and I don't do it, but, I, but people like Amy do. I'm going to go with popping zits.
3: <gasps>
1: I haven't even people. have that one, but it's oh. amazing. I'm
0: going to go with popping zits. That's just oh. good. Do not say on other people or just say popping zits? Other people or it doesn't matter?
3: It doesn't matter. It's on anything, really.
0: Popping other people's zits.
3: Yeah, but it's also pleasurable to do your own.
0: Hmm. Just say... Popping zits ex- for yourself and others. I'm going to okay, do Okay, there that. you go. There you go. Yeah. You go. All right. Uh, Raymundo? Yeah, it's so easy to just log onto your computer, and even if you don't need anything, go to Amazon, you just buy something. (laughs) So mine is Amazon. All right. Morgan, number two?
2: I love watching these, and it's rom-coms.
4: Movies? Yeah. It's movies, right? Lunchbox? Oh, man, you waste hours a day doing this. And it's scrolling social media. Oh, my gosh, what a waste of time, but it's so fun to see the drama in other people's lives. Right, we have
0: two rounds in. Lunchbox has reality TV and social media. Your final guilty pleasure.
4: Oh, man. Uh, I'm going, you know, you want to get out of the house and you just want to go browse and you just want to look at every aisle. You know, walk up and down the aisles at Target. So, yeah. Shop at Target. I mean, shopping go and spend. Yeah, shopping at Target.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if was, like window shopping yeah, or.
0: Uh, Raymundo, your final guilty pleasure? Yeah, usually on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah, sorry, ask oh, Morgan. Sorry. Go ahead. Whoa. We're trying to cut her out here.
2: <laughs> um, I love to listen to my favorite song on repeat. So.
0: Mm. That's
2: mine. Okay.
0: Raymundo, um, on a Saturday, it feels so terrible. And you're so guilty, you sleep in really oh, late. sleeping in's a great so one. So sleeping wow. in. Sleeping in's a great You don't like that one? I hate when I sleep in. I love it. That is a good one. I didn't have it down. Dang, I may have picked that first. Well, I mentioned Zillowing other people's houses. See how much they cost? I can't put that. I have Real Housewives. I have Popping Zits. I have The Bachelor, but I don't want to do two specific shows. I have Bro Country. Mm -hmm. You can have any of these, by the way, because I'm not taking bro country. Even doing TikToks, specifically, dance videos. Gambling. Ray, do you feel guilty when you gamble? Yeah, I was going to put that one in there, but I didn't know if it would uh, relate with as many other people. Yeah. I do have eating a whole box of cereal, too. Did you Google? I have
3: cereal for dinner. Oh,
0: Oh, yeah, yours is better. Not a
3: whole box. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you could put that. (laughs)
0: All right, my final pick is to have anything to eat. Uh, I'm gonna just put junk food straight for straight up junk food. All right, Amy.
3: Procrastination. Yeah. feels so good to me.
0: Here are some of the other ones that I, I had hooked. I have like song clips just in case I picked them. Uh, Creed. <laughs> I like Creed. I liked Creed. I don't know they're doing anything now. But there was a span of like two and a half years where they were awesome. Nickelback. You me of and you can hate them, but you're singing that. I'm watching you. You didn't even know it, but you started singing along to it, yeah. didn't you? Justin Bieber. Yeah, you got that.
3: He's awesome. What? That's a guilty pleasure.
0: For like a dude to go like, uh, I love Justin Bieber. Yeah, like a 40 year old man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that would be, but yeah. Uh, Smash Mouth. So I had a bunch of music ones. I had picking my nose, or like put my pick my nose up. I ripped my nose hairs out. But a lot of mine aren't relatable. Like I'll <laughs> sit in a traffic line and rip my nose hairs out. You do that ever?
3: I know I like to pull the top of my hair out from my real hair, not my okay. nose. But I should have. I forgot. I but I've been working on that for years. I've had to like train myself not to do it.
0: <laughs> Another one is laughing at when people fall. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, again, you feel bad. But if you see a video on Instagram and someone, like, falls on ice, we've all been there, but it's pretty funny, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Go to bobbybones.com and vote on the team of guilty pleasures that you like the best. bobbybones.com. All the teams are up there. <laughs> I watched this movie called The Gentleman. Like, plural. Matthew McConaughey's in it. Colin Farrell's in it. Hugh Grant. It's really good. It's uh, kind of interesting. He runs a business business is not very good, but he wants to sell it. And so it's kind of a bad like crime business, but he wants to sell it. So if he's selling it, everybody thinks he's now weak. Mm. so it's pretty good. So check it out. the gentleman
3: okay, i'll I'll make note because my husband's looking for something to watch
0: eighty four percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes. and we just stumbled across it. I was just looking for movies to watch. I think we're still gonna watch the Outpost. That's one that Mike D watched and really liked it. Um, it's based on a book that Jake Tapper wrote from CNN. But it's a true Mike, it's a true story, right? They were in what in Afghanistan, yep. and they were at a post and and I, so what what happened again? Just tell me so our listeners. They're at this outpost and they're about to leave and they end up getting attacked on like the last day they're about to leave. And why are why are they getting attacked? Because they like made this deal with the people there to kind of help them out and they realized they were going to leave, so they weren't going to pay them any money and they wanted to hit them. And so it's it, true, all true.
3: This, that's a movies or a series. It's a movie. A movie. Yeah, series. The okay. Gentleman's a movie, too. Okay, yeah. cool. Thanks, guys. I
0: love recommendations. Did you watch anything good?
3: We started I, uh, the Unsolved Mysteries, which is oh, series. Oh, I was reading
0: about that. Mm-hmm. The, they're now, they have all these cold cases, because I guess the mysteries don't get solved in this Netflix series.
3: No, it's just like Unsolved Mysteries from back in the day, even with the creepy music. But what I love about Netflix is you can skip the intro. <laughs> it still makes because it takes me back to when I was watching this as as a kid and it was terrified but yeah all the cases are from you know the ones I've seen like 2000s to and then it's not solved and at the the end they you can they give you a website if you know of any info you can log on and share it I, I think I've only seen the first two episodes we started the third, but it's from France and subtitles. And I was like, eh, <laughs> I was like, this is too much work. I don't want to read about this, but apparently it could be a good case. Uh, I think it's good, but then it still spooks me a little bit.
0: positive on Rotten Tomatoes if you're going to watch Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did see where they're now going. Hey, some of these cases were almost cold and now we're getting tips that are leading us places. Oh, good. For the first time. Okay. So my girlfriend and I started quarantining together March or so, whenever it actually hit the first time. They're like, everybody stay in your house. You know, since then, she went back to California, got her stuff, and we now live together. And it has been awesome. Like, I, I love it. I never thought I would enjoy just living in the same house with somebody. It's been the the greatest thing ever. Well, it's the first time I've ever lived with a girl, and so I don't know a lot of the rules. I'm learning as we go. Well, the other morning we wake up, and she goes, "Hey, let me talk to you for a second. I said, "What's up?" She goes, "I fell in the toilet." I was like, "Oh, that sucks for you." What's for breakfast? But I didn't realize this was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like she goes, "No, no, no." She goes, and it was traumatizing. She goes, "I was startled," and I didn't want. She she told me she didn't want to wake me up then, so she waited till the next day. But she says that she went to the bathroom. It was dark. She didn't want to turn the light on because our bathroom is right next to the bedroom, and if the light comes on, it probably would have woke me up
3: or disrupted your REM cycle.
0: Right. That's what she's saying. Like yeah. she goes, I didn't want to do that. So she said, so I just sat down to pee, and there was no lid, and she fell in, and she goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> it's in. No, no, I did not fall in, but she took her hand and she put it right at her knee. And she goes, "I fell in all the way to here," like she went all the way.
3: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it's just it hurts and it's just gross.
0: She said she got so wet because, like, because basically her legs where your like knees bend, like basically that was just over the edge of the toilet. Because mm-hmm. she's pretty thin, so she fell right in the. Hall. And I was laughing, and she was like, "It's not funny." I was like, "I know." But I said, I never have lived with a girl, so I have to learn these rules. I said, but why not just look and see before you sit down? Because
3: it's dark, and right. we're we're halfway asleep.
0: Right, right, but like when I go to pee, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but I'm telling you, when I go to pee, I always look and see if the lid's down. Mm-hmm. Because if I start peeing and that lid's down, it's going to go everywhere. So I look and go, is the lid down? No. Okay. Then I pee. And so she was just like, hey, it's a bit traumatizing, because it, then she said she can go back to sleep, because her heart's like... Because she just fell in the toilet and she's wet. And so we <laughs> And it hurt her. I think it bruised the side of her leg. So we I don't ma- doubt it. We we made a we had a discussion. And I said, I'm really gonna try harder at putting the lid down.
3: Yeah, just like you lift it up, you you're able to lift it up. So then you should look at it and be like, oh yeah, now I'm done. I'm gonna lift put it down. Was this ever
0: a situation with you and your husband? Yes.
3: I had a I, at one point I ordered one of those little toilet lights so that I could see in the bathroom without having to turn on the lights if the lid was down or not because I was getting so annoyed and I don't know whatever happened to the light.
0: I mean, I get it's dark, but it's not pitch, black. you can look down and see if the lid's up or down. By the way, I'm going to do a better job. I'm just mm-hmm. saying I always look to see if the lid lid's on. Mm-hmm. So how is it so hard to look and see if the...
3: If it's dark, I don't want to turn... It's, it's not that I... If it's light out or the lights are on... I can yeah. lower the lid even though it's annoying. I don't wanna have to touch it. You're the one that should have to touch it because you lifted it up. So you should lower it.
0: And I'm going to. But although like three days later, I hear, hey, and I was like, hey, she's in the bathroom. I'm like, what? She goes, the lid's up. And I was like, sorry, I'm learning here. We don't change in a day. This could take me five years. I'm be honest. This could be a long process you're smart. that Stop. takes me a lot of time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But you're filling all the way in?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've fallen in, and it's not comfortable. <laughs> it hurts. I don't know what is so funny. Nobody Just think about funny. you guys
0: sitting all the way butt deep in a toilet. Go. No, I know, it, I know. It's not funny, because I would hate it if it were me.
3: Mm-hmm. You should try it, just Morgan for Morgan, you're
0: falling in a toilet? <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Is it funny? <laughs> it's
3: not funny. <laughs> try it.
0: No, it's, it's not, not funny. funny. I'm going to do a better job. I'm saying that here. I'm going to do a better job. We did a whole thing on Instagram. Mr. Bobby Bones in my account. You can see us talking about it. I'm going to do a better job. But I did laugh for a while. I just never lived with a girl. I didn't know it was that big of a deal.
3: Mm-hmm. But now I do. I know. I feel like all my years married here on the show, I've definitely brought it up to you. But again, wasn't a concern to you because... Mm. It affect me. Not, but now it does. Mm.
0: Now it does. Where do you put that on the list of, of concerns? It's in, high. In, oh, really?
3: Uh, concerns of what? you
0: mm-hmm. mean? In marriage life.
3: Yeah, that's high. Because guys just don't get it. They don't... I don't know but what it is. But do you understand
0: is. that? We just... It's not like we don't care. It's like we just... We don't understand it, so but it takes us a minute. But my husband
3: still leaves it up. I don't understand. Even in the, what also irritates me is the guest bathroom. He'll leave it up, and we have guests that come over. Plus, it just doesn't look good up. I like everything down, even the lid. When you're not in the bathroom, let's close the lid. But
0: if you walked in and the lid was down at night, you'd still have to look and see that it was down. It's oh, the that same I thing. don't.
3: You're right. Good point. The, but the guest. I'm talking about I'm our I'm talking about even bathroom.
0: your bathroom, though. Yeah, You're if right. you walk in and the lid's all no, the way down. No, because
3: it's been all the way down and I've just peed on the lid.
0: No <laughs> way. Yes way. When you sat down what? and your butt didn't know.
3: Morgan, number two, have you done that? Yes. yes did Welcome know. to being a girl. Like, you just Hold don't on. even know. But why
0: You can't feel the middle part of the lid that's not <laughs> See, a hole?
3: If you're sleeping, listen, you have to get up. You're out telling back. me Sorry. that you've sat on a lid
0: and just peed on the lid?
3: Because well, I started peeing before I got you have to understand when you, you really have to. You take a pee, start at the toilet. <laughs> yes, sometimes if you really have to pee, you're like pulling down and you start peeing like right, right as you lower. You get good at it, and then you realize, oh shoot! <laughs> 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 like the lid is down.
0: I cannot. So I, you need us to not only really see if it's up, but down. You need us to just be the toilet keeper. Yeah. So in, no lid down and no in the.
3: No, lay down in your master, your primary. But I, I prefer in the guest when all the mic rules, All these rules, keep it down because it's just prettier.
0: So you pee on the lid.
3: I pee. I have no. I don't pee on the <laughs> lid. I have peed on the lid. That's your
0: thing. Pee on the lid. you <laughs> no. lid here.
3: No. Well, you pee. You said you can't
2: control it. If you don't lift the lid, you pee everywhere. Morgan, you, you pee on the lid? <laughs> I was like half asleep. See? And I just didn't realize it. And then so as soon as it started happening, I was like, crap. And I had to fall. Yeah, then have
0: to, and do you clean it up that night or do you I wake up and do it the next day? I don't
3: know. I cleaned it up that night. but And I don't know how my body does this. It was Actually, I was quite impressed with myself. I was able to just stop peeing because I got up and then lifted the lid, and then I went pee again.
0: Raymundo, is this a deal with you and your girl? No, I always know to I keep the lid down when I go to the bathroom so it's never up. What about the big lid, the capper? That one always just stays up uh, because the cat likes to drink the water. (laughs) All right, Uh, Blake Shelton, Gwen Stefani, nobody but you. I feel like this has been a good segment. I've learned a lot here. Toilet Maintenance is a big deal in the house. Definitely. Right. Come on. It's time for the good news.
1: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
4: A few years ago, Rodney Smith Jr. of Alabama saw an old man struggling to mow his lawn. And so Rodney's like, hey, let me help you out. And he's like, you know, I should help out by mowing people's lawns for free. So veterans, disabled, single mothers, he would mow their lawns. Then he got online and he started a movement called the 50 Yard Challenge and he challenged people, hey, mow 50 yards for free and let me know about it. So there's two brothers in Michigan, started in April. They're 16 and 13. They've mowed 51 yards, so Rodney is driving to Michigan and he's bringing them a new mower, a weed eater, and a blower. Oh, wow. All to say, good job, kids. Are other people doing this challenge yet? Oh, uh, yeah, you can just go to the 50-yard challenge and the kids that do it, there's prizes along the way, and this guy, once they got 51, they're getting new new equipment. That's
0: pretty cool. There you go. That's what it's all about.
6: That
1: was Tell Me Something Good.
0: Brett Eldridge put out his new album on Friday. And so, you know, when I came in on Friday, I didn't have a chance to listen to it. But I listened to it over the weekend. This is like my slow, kind of sappy type of album. Like, I'll play some of the songs. He's going to be in tomorrow. So um, here is Brett Eldridge. This is my favorite song. And it's called Crowd My Mind. I'm not a day.
1: I don't need your smile. I don't feel your heart in every mind. Empty streets and whistling pines.
0: But not a day goes by. You don't crowd my mind. I mean, this is my vibe. It's I bad. like it slow. I like pianos. I like a ballad. And so a lot of his records, that kind of rule, not a lot of like big instruments, big loud instruments. There's a song on it too that I really like. I have a clip of it here. It's called Good Day. Play a clip of Good Day, Ray. It's gonna be a good day. I don't know why, but it feels like love's coming
1: my way. And the sun ain't even shining.
0: I feel it. It's gonna be a good day. It's good too. I like that one. And here's uh, Sunday Drive from Brett Eldridge.
1: Just watching the world through an open window. Trees lined up like dominoes. This old car could find its own way home and see ordinary things that mean so much. That's where I learned it all from them to the fight, to love, to laugh at and I thought we were only
0: wasting time. Out on a Sunday drive. Come on. Anyway, I love it. That's my vibe. I don't need a lot of, you know, super fast songs. I like the chill songs. I like the. He got a lot of love songs on there, too. Maybe that's why, too. Oh, Maybe, wow. like, I'm feeling it in my heart a whole bunch. But he'll be in tomorrow performing live. So, Brett Eldridge in tomorrow. But really the first album that in a long time that's come out where I've been like, yeah, this is for me. I've been just kind of bored overall with new music over yeah. the past six months or so. Let's do speaking of that, let's do music school. Here we go. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session.
1: Up in the morning and out to school.
0: Well, we'll talk about Charlie Daniels. His funeral was on Friday. He was one of country music's most famous fiddle players, if not the most famous, especially in our lifetime. Country Music Hall of Famer, Grand Ole Opry member, was a major advocate for war veterans, uh, faith, had a daily presence on Twitter. You know, some things you may not know about Charlie Daniels. Number one, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Maybe you know this song right here. Johnny up your bow and play your fiddle hard Cause Georgia the devil In 1979, the song peaked at number three on the pop chart and then won a Grammy. Isn't that crazy? Wow. This, this was a... Uh, top five pop song I was so cool when I knew all the words to this song though, when I was like nine I was so I went to school and I'd just find a reason to play it then I would just not make a big scene about it
3: his case and, he
0: said, and then i just start, start doing show
3: <laughs> <and> <laughs> it just act like and they'd be like wow you know <laughs>
0: all the words I was like yeah you know, I'm just- casual
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so <laughs> peaked number three won a Grammy Charlie Daniels also beat cancer in 2001 he beat prostate cancer he was treated and declared cured in a 2014 story for today he said he was cancer free His Epic Records deal set a record for highest paid. He signed with Epic Records in 1976, worth $3 million. It was a record amount at that time for any act out of Nashville. Dang, he was balling early. He was 71 when he joined the Grand Ole Opry in 2008. Oh, wow. Daniels officially joined the Opry in 2008 when he was 71. He saw a Grand Ole Opry show first as a teenager, when the performances were still all taking place in the Ryman Auditorium. And then Elvis Presley recorded one of his songs. In 1964, Elvis released It Hurts Me. Daniels co-wrote the former track with Bob Johnston. And here you go. Here's a clip of it. It hurts me to see you
1: sit and cry When well, I know I could be so true If I had
0: someone like you There you go. That's uh, part of music school. I was going through some of Charlie Daniels stuff because it's weird how someone dies and you kind of revisit all their music. There's just so much music coming at us and you know I was a pretty big Charlie Daniels fan. Mike D and I were talking about this on my music podcast called The Bobby Cast and I just forgot Ray do you have Long Hair Country Boy? I just forgot how much I loved this song as a kid. Do you know this song? Like I, I know every word to this song Yeah too. I don't know every word. We used to, I used to play this. Turn it up a little bit. People say I'm no good And crazy as a loon Cause I get stoned in the morning I get drunk in the afternoon My grandma doesn't like that line kinda (laughs) like my old blue tick hound I like to lay around in the shade and I ain't got no money, but I dang sure got it made. And I ain't asking nobody for nothing. Still nothing? You oh, song? No, I do it. I know it. If yeah, I can sing along, get it on. Come on, Amy, you can I, do it. I don't know the work. Oh, come I just, on! I can't sing it. Turn it up, here we go, here's the hook. If you don't like the way I'm living, you just leave this long hair country boy alone. Were this really Hooked me was I had a mullet when I was a kid, had long hair in the back, short on top, long on the back, and I felt like I was the person in this song.
6: Mm.
4: Mm. I don't know why. Here we go.
0: a <laughs> man talking on TV, putting down the rock and roll. Yeah, anyway, rest in peace, Charlie Daniels. That's what music school is all about today.
5: Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's music school.
0: Here is Nicole from Illinois.
5: Hey, Bobby to tell you about something that you used to do that would drive me nuts, but you don't anymore. And I think it has a lot to do with Caitlin. But I used to hate when you would talk about your weight or feeling bad about like eating a chocolate chip or something (laughs) like that. And I feel like ever since you've met Caitlin, you guys have been awesome about just being happy. And what, you know, if you eat something one day and it's not good for you, well, you don't dwell on it. So good job annoying me less.
0: (laughs) Hey, thanks. I don't feel like I've done that consciously. Here's the thing I think, though, that I've been eating a little worse because she cooks so well. That's a problem. If you're with somebody who's a great cook, one, you don't want to be rude and not eat it.
3: But is it a problem?
0: Yeah. Is it? Because I'm trying, yes, yes. Yes, because I have a job that depends on how I look. I'm about to hop into a full TV schedule. So, yes, for me, it does. Okay. What?
3: I think you look fine. Either way. And you know what I would tell anybody on TV that's a problem? Be like, what, am I not good if I'm five pounds heavier? Are you? Well, tell
0: them all and then... I'll,
3: yeah, tell everybody. If we could just set the standard of just like enjoy life and be clothes, yourself. And they
0: buy clothes for you and I don't want to have to pay the money to get them let out. Well,
3: that part, I understand. That's
0: what mostly it is. I have to wear these stupid clothes mm-hmm. that's all in the budget. And then once it's out of budget and it's like, oh, I don't i do going to let jeans out.
3: Well, you set that bar really yeah. tiny
0: because... <laughs> well, listen, I'm glad I'm annoying you less. Although I probably made up for it in this segment.
1: <laughs>
0: right, back after pretty much a week off, I went to uh, Missouri. We went into a place called Big Cedar, which is was really fantastic. Had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um, it really was one of the best trips. And I would go back. And we drove it. It was right at the edge of my driving, about eight hours we split it up, so we went from Nashville, and we just left in the morning, drove all the way to Big Cedar, and then went back through Arkansas, which was only like four hours. Spent a couple of days there, then drove back to Tennessee, which is about five hours or so. That first trip was kind of a bear, kind of a bear, but it was good. We had, we fished a lot. The reason I went to Big Cedar is Johnny Morris, the guy that owns Bass Pro Shops, was like, "Hey, come out. Would love for you to see it." And I was like, "All right, we'll see if I." And then Caitlin's parents are from. Tulsa, and so they drove. We, that was kind of halfway-ish, a little closer for them.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But hung out with him a little bit. Oh, he was there. Yeah, came out to see me and talk and say hello. He let us fish in a. It's called the Glory Hole, and it's been named this for a long time. And not many people get to fish in his spot, but he let us fish there and we went fly fishing. We we're catching so like so many trout. We there. You can actually look it up on the internet. The people that had been allowed to fish in this spot, uh, like George W. Bush Sr., no, George H.W. Bush, that's that's the senior. That's senior. senior. Yeah. Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash fished there. So we felt pretty special to let us go into that. So it it was great. I loved the whole trip. We played golf a little bit, so um, did that. But it was funny meeting him because... You know, he's a super successful guy. He started Bass Pro Shops, I, I believe, just this l- little tiny thing out of the back of his dad's liquor store. Like he's a self-made man, and now he's worth billions of dollars. And so, you know, he he shows up. We're texting a little bit, and he's like, "Hey, where are you?" And I'm like, "Hey, we're at the top of the Rock, this restaurant." And he's like, "Okay." And then all of a sudden, poof, he appears. And so we talk for a little bit, talk for a little bit, and he's like, "All right." And then poof, he was gone. And that was pretty much it. I don't know. I think once you get a B, there's smoke just comes and you disappear. Yeah, I think you have some sort of portal. But if you if you're around the area and you ever get a chance to go up there it was so nice. It was so it was we had a really great time. There weren't a lot of people nearby, so we were able to like distance and no crowds. That's that, awesome.
3: It looked really cool. Yeah,
0: it was really cool. Your vacation was Colorado?
3: Yeah, it was with my sister and then my husband's sister also is there as well. So, we mostly we just hung out with our family and tried to stay distance as possible so but it was really nice to be around family and everyone we knew that they were okay so like for my kids to be able to play with their cousins and other kids and us to be able to hug people like yeah. hug my sister that was cool um so it was great and colorado is awesome we did a lot of hiking fishing kind of the same type of vibe
0: we went fishing in in missouri and then we drove down to arkansas and i went to see arkansas keith and so we stayed in arkansas for a couple nights. And so we did red lobster and fishing and red lobster and fishing. Nice. Yeah. So then we drove back home. Yeah. And I only had one cheddar biscuit. I'm trying to cut back a little bit. Oh, gosh. But still still good.
3: Oh, you, you look great. I can't tell that you ate the cheddar biscuit.
0: I've been, Well, <laughs> I think I put on six pounds overall, which is a lot for me. And so I bet I've been. I think I'm. But I'm back down like three now. Okay. Well, you know we all love you just the same. I don't know. It seems like you guys give me a little more love when I'm skinnier. Okay. Right. Uh, Eddie's on the phone. Who? Eddie's not here today because he's sick. Now, if you're sick around here, you don't come in. But especially during COVID, uh, Eddie. So everybody was giving you a hard time before you went to Florida because they said the beach mm-hmm. were packed. How were the beaches?
6: The beaches weren't bad. And, and honestly, I went to the beach probably twice the whole time we were there. We ended up just kayaking and going to the Bayside. And then we found like a little isolated beach for a while. We hung out there one day. But really, man, we didn't, I didn't engage with a lot of people at all while I was down there. And there were parts of, because we went to Destin, and there were parts there where people were just like packed. Live music, bars, restaurants going. It was crazy.
0: You said not a lot of people. So some?
6: Uh, so, So I would say about a fourth full. No, but what did you do?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said you didn't engage with a lot of people, but you engaged with some people?
6: Well, no. I mean, I mean I'm talking about, like, I, we had to go get food, so I had to run into the restaurant.
0: Okay, well, food. that's all good. Do you wear a mask? Yeah,
6: so stuff like that. I wore a mask everywhere I went.
0: So, and you're sick today. So, what's the symptoms?
6: So, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a little, like, I'm not worried. But the fact that I did go to Florida worries me a little bit. But It's like I, if you just enter I, that two.
0: state. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. As soon as that's you cross true. the state line symptoms. Oh, yeah. boy. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so, like two, so like two days ago, I started feeling like head congestion, like sinuses and post-nasal drip. And then it turned into like chest,
0: tight chest.
6: And that's where I freaked out. And so I went to the doctor and got checked out. I mean, they came, the doctor came in in like a hazmat suit.
0: So he gave you a Corona yes. test?
6: Yeah, gave me a Corona test, stuck the swab up my nose and everything, but it doesn't come into like
0: five or seven days, they said, Which is crazy. Mm-hmm. And we're so backed up because so many people have it now. It's just crazy. Yeah. It takes that long because you can pretty much be over it by, by the time, by the you, time you get the results. So you're waiting. F- now, Morgan's running Eddie's cameras today. How annoying is this for you?
2: It's very annoying because I'm doing both my job and Eddie's job right now. It's well, a little stressful.
0: going to be even more annoying because if Eddie comes in, we got to put him in quarantine.
2: I know, so he yeah. can't even do the videos.
0: Yeah. <sighs> so
6: I don't know. This is where, where I was I was kind of debating. Like, well, what do I do? Like, I'm fine. I feel great. I have finances. But what if, what if for some reason I have corona
0: yeah. and I've been hanging out with you guys for like four days? That no, would no. be terrible. I agree, and you're all sitting over there close to each other. I think yeah. I'm going to go today after the show, and get a test. I don't need it, but I want to go just do the process. And if you can get tested, get tested. And let's just see what's up. So I'm going to go today and get tested, too. But I can't believe it takes that long.
3: Yeah. Well, and two, because so many people that have it aren't going to show symptoms. Yeah. They may be asymptomatic, and then you could be spreading it, and you don't know.
0: Well, did you have a good time on your vacation, Daddy? That's all that matters.
6: I had a blast, man. I had a really good time. It was just me and my wife. We came back really just like we 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 were glad we went.
0: All right. And uh, how's she doing?
6: She's great. She's a, I mean she's not sick. Okay. I don't be, know what I have, guys. I, I think, think I just you just have, have allergies. Kind of, I think it's a crazy yeah, allergy agree.
0: time here. But you know we have to uh, better safe than sorry. Be conscious. Well, the
6: doctor the doctor did say that she's seen like corona come in in all shapes and sizes. Like there's just nothing. Do you think I was no commenting kind of about your race? Symptoms list. <laughs>
0: You didn't have a comment about your race? <laughs> no, <laughs> No, I think she just meant, like,
6: there were just all sorts of symptoms, not just one list of them.
0: Yeah. Lunchbox got a COVID test after
4: Vegas. How long did it take to get those results? 48 hours. And they called me up and said it was negative. I went to a little a clinic, and they, I did up the nose. They shipped it off, and I just waited and waited and waited and called and I just want to let you know that you are negative for corona. Thank you so much. Do they do back of the in the back of your nose? No, nasal just, cavity? no. It's changed where you don't have to go all the way up in the brain anymore. They just go inside the nose. Eddie, was yours in the nose?
6: Mine was in the nose, but I mean, I, I feel like they went up about three inches.
0: But okay, so yours was in the cavity, lunchbox. Yours was in the, the tip of the nostril.
4: No, I was inside. I mean, it made my eyes water a little bit, but it wasn't like everybody said where it goes all the way to your brain. Like I didn't feel like I was trying to jump out of the chair. What do huh. you think about it, Eddie?
6: Uh no man, they definitely tickled my brain. For sure. Oh they did. <laughs> no.
3: Maybe your brain's yeah. in a different spot. <laughs> <laughs> a
4: little farther up there.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see about we'll see how you feel tomorrow. If you don't feel good, you still can't come in. Okay. So so what what are my options?
6: If I feel great, then I come and sit in the glass room.
0: Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I cool. think we wait oh, for him. You guys. What lunchbox?
4: Uh, scary because he's got to come in the same doors as we do. What? But, but you came in.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I didn't have
4: any symptoms. And this dude's got symptoms, and we're gonna let him walk in the building? I don't know. I don't know. That's up to you guys. But I'm just saying. Ah. <laughs> but what
0: if he has no symptoms and it is allergies?
4: Well, then it's okay. But he, you hear him? He sounds kind of bad. Or is that oh, just how he talks?
0: Well, we'll check in tomorrow. How about that? Okay, perfect. Sounds right. good. So there's Eddie with another day of vacation. <laughs> Always finds a way
4: to work this.
3: Master plan.
4: Lunchbox, what you guys do? Ah, we just stayed here. My parents drove up with my sister and her three kids, and we were literally at my house with five kids under the age of four, and we just ran around the yard, played in the pool, slid down the slide, water guns, just that's it. Nothing run wild. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, we really went nowhere but our front yard and backyard. When you get your COVID test, Ray, did you get your COVID test?
0: Yeah, I went to the uh, football stadium and got it done. With my fiance, and we had it in 48 hours. They stick it in your nostril deep, deep? Uh, Not deep, deep. It's just uh, two inches, three inches in your nostril, both nostrils, and that's it. Yep. Only a couple days, huh? Yeah. uh, We honestly, we have connections, so we were able to get it ahead of other people. (laughs) What do you mean you have connections? What? Uh, We just know people that are in this type of, they're doing COVID type stuff, and you can call them and say, this is my name. Will you tell me my results? They have your results. They're just not able to deliver it to you right away. And if you have connections, you can do it very quickly. Well, how do I get connections? (laughs) Just your first and last name, we'll hook you up. Regardless of where you get it at, we can Do you it believe at- that Ray's bootleg COVID contact is really going to give you accurate analysis? <laughs> I don't know, hey, but hey, Lunchbox got I, it. I got Dave. a
4: contact, and it's called a clinic, and it took me 48 hours. I didn't have to, you know, why call is, a special number.
3: Why is Eddie's taking so long? Where did he go? I <laughs> didn't have a contact. <laughs> All
4: right,
0: hmm. Is Eddie still there or are you gone? He can still be... Uh, he dropped off. Okay. All right. Interesting. Well... There's basically our vacations. We were in Missouri because we spent our vacation there. And we're up this place called Big Cedar. And I don't know where it happened, but I wake up one morning and I'm like, oh, something doesn't feel right. Now, my shorts line, right where the shorts line covers the bottom of the stomach, there was like two little dots. I was like, these dots are so sore. And so I told Caitlin, I said, I think I may have ingrown hair or something. And she's like, I don't know. I don't see the hair. Did, do you actually see the hair on ingrown hair?
3: I don't know. I don't either. Because it just turns into a bump.
0: Well, that's, so that's what I thought I had.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm watching it, and it's getting a little bigger and a little bigger. And I'm like, hey, Caitlin, look at this. She goes, I did ingrown hair. And this is like eight hours later. I'm like, what do you think that is? So I, it's getting to the point where it's starting. I know people. it's early in the morning, but it's starting to fill with blood, a little blood, a little pus. And there's one hole that's swelling a lot and one smaller hole that's just swelling a little bit. And I'm like, I've been bit by something. And so I was like, oh, crap. So I have a friend who's a doctor. So I take a picture of it and send it over. And he goes, first thing you need to do is draw, take a pen and draw around it. Because we need to see if it's it's getting bigger, if it's growing. Because if you don't draw around it,
3: you don't know. don't know.
0: You're just like, I don't know. I'm just guessing if it's getting bigger. And so I do, and it mostly grows up. And not out. I think by this point it had gotten as wide as it's going to get. And the bubble kept getting bigger. By the way, this is up on my Twitter if you want to see it. Mr. Bobby Bones. The bubble kept getting bigger. bigger, And so I got on FaceTime. I was like, look at this. And he goes, oh, you got bit by a brown recluse. Like, no doubt about it. And I was like, well, what do I do? So I get on antibiotics and I'm taking uh, three antibiotics a day. One with each meal. And it's like, just make sure. Because if you don't, apparently, if you don't get to one of those quick, it can like rot the skin. And so, finally, the thing pops. I'm going to save you the, the disgusting details, but it was awful. And there's, I still have a big hole right on my stomach. The other hole kind of healed up, but there's still kind of a big hole where that spider got me. But I've got antibiotics. I'm back. I beat a brown recluse spider That
3: means bite. a spider was crawling across your stomach, you know? Like, it means ugh. a spider
0: chose not to bite my NADS, which I'm very thankful for. Oh, because it was down there.
3: What? how do you know it was down there because,
0: but it was in that spot
3: okay. it could have went anywhere
0: yeah. that spider had all that land to go and roam free Oh. can you imagine if a spider bites you on the t- on the you know of- I'm sure there's somebody who's had that holy to crap
3: them. I mean if they want to let yeah. us know no it's no like. no I don't want to know the story
0: <laughs> but yeah I got hit I got bit with a brown recluse mm. so I think in the next couple of years this could turn into to a bear or something.
3: You got bit yeah, by a bear. Yeah, you know how the
0: stories go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I dealt with over vacation. You it, almost died. Well, I thought for a minute, I I was like... Because then I got really sick. I forgot to mention this part. I got bit by a spider. And he's like, hey, how are you feeling? I was like, great. He goes, you have no, no illness? I was like, no, I'm good. Then I thought I just got sick from being out in the sun. But I was out for like eight hours. I was just... I lay, I had a terrible headache. I, and so now... They think I got sick because the spider bit me.
3: It's poisoning? Isn't that crazy? You? Yeah.
0: I've never been bit by a spider like that before. Me neither. I didn't see it, and
3: oh, I, uh, I want to Google what a brown recluse looks like, but I don't. The
0: spider? Did you see, I showed you my bite, didn't I? Yeah. What would you think about it? Disgusting. You think it made me look more manly than my girlfriend?
3: No. <laughs> it was also like down by your hip. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Remember when we
0: used to go to Tana beds back in the day? <laughs> yeah, and you put sticker. that little thing on your hip? <laughs>
3: a sticker? You'd have
0: like a bunny. Yeah. I mean, I would, not of course. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little yeah. sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you guys say you went on the Continental Divide when you went to Colorado?
3: We did. We hiked the trail, well, the Colorado part. I mean, it's a really long trail. We, we,
0: I've never been there. How is it?
3: Oh, it's pretty cool. Like, it's awesome. And... It's really crazy when you're on it to think, okay, if I just turn and go that way, I could reach Canada. Or if I turn and go that way, I could reach Mexico. I think it goes from Chihuahua, Mexico, to Alberta, Canada. And then, like, at this Colorado, New Mexico, all the states in the middle. So,
0: was that the highlight of your trip?
3: It was like taking the kids up there. And then where we hiked in particular, we go to Colorado a lot because we have. Family there. So we go in the winter and the summer, and where we ski with our family, we were able to hike up there. It's on the Continental Divide. So we were able to hike up to where we go in the winter. And it's crazy because it's covered in snow, and you can like put these little things on your feet and ski down (laughs) or like skis, but it's just weird to hike it and then also ski it. So the kids thought that was just the craziest thing ever. 'Cause they could see the ski lifts and all the things and that they were there in the winter. So that was special. And now I want to like go on this six month hiking.
0: Oh exhibition. boy, e pray love. E pray love part nine. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna do it.
3: We hiked so much and when I was on it, I was like, wow. And so I googled how long it would take, and it takes about six months to do the continental divide, three thousand miles ish. I was like, eh, how cool if I were to just pack my bags.
0: What about your job?
3: I know that's an issue and my kids, the whole family thing. I mean, everything other
0: than that is all my
3: responsibilities. Yes. Might get in the way, but that's, that doesn't stop these other people that are just free and go wild.
0: Yeah. But they don't have a paycheck or they have mommy and daddy's money.
3: Like that book wild.
0: Like you either are, have to be, you don't care about money at all. Like to buy clothes, school clothes, or have all the money given to you by your rich parents? Yeah.
3: For now, I think I'm just locally going to h- find some trails. Right, cool. <laughs> Hike that, that's Warner. The best, that's the best part of your trip? <laughs> yeah, if I have to pick of the, hi- the hiking and the different things that we did, plus all my sister, her husband, me, my husband, and then all of our kids, which my sister's got four kids, but one of them's 17. Like, they've got jobs. They've got friends. So that was a thing where we were all together and that was cool for me. Yeah. Like, that was a high. Well, do you have a high?
0: Uh, The best part about our trip was, pro- like, I know Caitlin's parents, but we'd spent, we were together for four days, and her sister and her sister's boyfriend. And that was really, it was just great to hang out and get to know everybody. Not get to know them, but get to know them on a different level. Because you're with someone for four days. Mm-hmm. It's every meal. It's doing every activity together. I think that was probably the best part of it. It was just everybody just kind of got, it wasn't even got along. It was just kind of like ever the nucleus just did well. And it was the first time that I had been a, in, in that mix.
3: Yeah. I feel like that was probably her high too. She sent me a picture of all of y'all uh, like together. Yeah. She was just like,
0: "Hey, look at this." Like When well, she's I, never had a guy go hang out with her parents.
3: Right. And I think for for also she knows that what a big deal that is for you. And so I think that that that, that was awesome for me to see yeah. as well, because I like you having a family. They seem like great people, and for you to have that in your life is is, is special, because I want you to experience that, because I know growing up, you didn't get to experience a family, and not that you would, you know, I was about to say you would love Caitlin no matter what, but you would be with her even if she didn't have that awesome family, but I like that the person in your life right now, your significant other She has that for you to experience.
0: It's a whole weird thing because you're right. I didn't have a family. I don't have a family really now even. You know, I'm, I talked to, I I saw my sister over the break, but we're not very close. I'm probably closer with her kids than I am her, but my mom's not around anymore. She died. I don't know my real dad. So I, I, but I never had a family, like a functioning family. So it's definitely uncomfortable for a second just because I was never around it, Mm -hmm. but, but also great. So yeah, it was, it was, um. Really good experience.
4: That's probably my high.
0: Yeah, it it was good. Lunchbox, what was the best thing from your your vacation?
4: Uh, Definitely just my parents and sister coming to town. I mean, family time is the first time I'd seen anybody in my family since Christmas, so seven months. And it was just awesome. And my sister got to meet my second son. So it was just fun being an uncle and just having screaming kids. And my son had someone to play with instead of just his parents.
3: Well, can I just say I love that the, the three highs that we shared, I love that they all involved family.
4: I also went home with Arkansas Keith.
3: Yeah, and he's family. Yeah. Like, whatever your family looks like for you, yeah, whether yeah. it's friends or actual family or your girlfriend or your boyfriend's family or or your sister or your mom or whatever that looks like, I just think that that's— I've been trying to teach my kids about family, especially because they're adopted and trying to understand that and understand how important family it is, whatever family looks like for you. And so I love that we all had family in our highs.
0: Yeah, we had a good— we. The thing about fishing with Arkansas Keith was we had to get up at five o'clock in the morning.
3: Oh yeah, I saw you put a a Caitlin or somebody put a timestamp, and it was like six in the morning. Oh, he was like, like, we need to
0: get there. We had to go catch shad because we were trying to catch some striper. When
3: the best fishing is. Oh,
0: we were like we wake up in the morning every day, Mm -hmm. but we did. And for those that don't know that relationship, Arkansas Keith was my stepdad for like five, four or five years. I forget the time frame, but our relationship's gotten better over the last few years. But okay, we're done. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye, everybody.
1: The Bobby Bones Show. Yeah.